Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. This is the Wikipedia page for David Reimer. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Renato KSN, reminding you all to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe so that you get more content just like this. Now, I want to give a bit of a content warning for today's episode because there will be various mentions of, let's see, sexual assault, suicide, and other related issues. So if that's not for you, we have over 400 other episodes that you can choose from that are not this. Great. Thank you for the disclaimer. But for those of you who stuck around, let's dig in. Let's do this. David Reimer. For the Canadian politician, see David J. Reimer. For the American diplomat, see David Dale Reimer. David Reimer, born Bruce Peter Reimer, 22nd of August 1965 to the 4th of May 2004, was a Canadian man born male but raised as a girl following medical advice and intervention after his penis was severely injured during a botched circumcision in infancy. The psychologist John Money oversaw the case and reported the reassignment as successful and as evidence that gender identity is primarily learned. The academic sexologist Milton Diamond later reported that Reimer's realization that he was not a girl crystallized between the age of 9 and 11 years and that he was living as a male by age 15, well known in medical circles for years anonymously as the John Joan case. Reimer later went public with his story to help discourage similar medical practices. At age 38, he committed suicide after suffering severe depression. That's true. And I also forgot, I want to give a shout out to Christopher Petrie for suggesting this article. That's why we're reading it today. Yes. So those of you who have stuck around and are not too bummed out at this point to leave, you have Chris to thank. Thank you, Chris. Life. Infancy. David Reimer was born in Winnipeg, Manitoba on the 22nd of August, 1965, the elder of identical twin boys. He was originally named Bruce and his identical twin was named Brian. Their parents were Janet and Ron Reimer, a couple of Mennonite descent who had married the previous December. At the age of six months, after concern was raised about how both of them urinated, the boys were diagnosed with phimosis. Phimosis is a condition in which the foreskin of the penis cannot stretch to allow it to be pulled back past the glands. Got it. They were referred for circumcision at the age of seven months. General practitioner Dr. Jean-Marie Huot performed the operation using the unconventional method of electrocauterization. Oh my god. But the procedure did not go as doctors had planned, and David's penis was burned beyond surgical repair. The doctors chose not to operate on Brian, whose phimosis soon cleared without surgical intervention. Oh, oh my god. Wow. I know. 
I've heard this before. I've seen documentaries on it, but it hits every time I relearn about it. The parents concerned about their son's prospects for future happiness and sexual function without a penis took him to Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore in early 1967 to see John Money, a psychologist who was developing a reputation as a pioneer in the field of sexual development and gender identity based on his work with intersex patients. Money was a prominent proponent of the theory of gender neutrality, that gender identity developed primarily as a research of social learning from early childhood and that it could be changed with the appropriate behavioral interventions. The Rhymers had seen Money being interviewed in February 1967 on the Canadian news program This Hour Has Seven Days, during which he discussed his theories about gender. Oh yes, transphobia everywhere. At the time, surgical construction of the vagina was more advanced than construction of the penis, and Money believed that Reimer would be happiest in adulthood living as a woman with functioning genitalia. Additionally, for Money, a case where identical twin boys were involved, where one could be raised as a girl, provided a perfect test of his theories. (laughs) Oh, man. Money and the Hopkins family team persuaded the baby's parents that sex reassignment surgery would be in Reimer's best interest. At the age of 22 months, David underwent a bilateral orchidectomy in which his testes were surgically removed and a rudimentary vulva was fashioned. David was reassigned to be raised as female and given the name Brenda, similar to his birth name, Bruce. Psychological support for the reassignment and surgery was provided by John Money, who continued to see Reimer annually for consultations to assess the outcome. The assignment was considered an especially important test case of the social learning concept of gender identity for two reasons. First, Reimer's identical twin brother, Brian, made an ideal control because the brothers shared genes, family environment, and the intrauterine environment. Second, This was reputed to be the first reassignment and reconstruction performed on a male infant who had no abnormality of prenatal or early postnatal sexual differentiation. Forced sexual rehearsal. Money continued to supervise and report on the twins' gender development as the John Joan case until the twins were 13 years old. Citation needed. According to John Calapinto, who published a biography of Reimer in 2001, the sessions with Money included what Money called, quote, childhood sexual rehearsal play. Money theorized that reproductive behavior from the foundation of gender and that, quote, play at thrusting movements and copulation, unquote, was a key aspect of gender development in all primates, Starting at age six, according to Brian, the twins were forced to act out sexual acts with David playing the female role. Money made Reimer get down on all fours and Brian was forced to, quote, come up behind him and place his crotch against his buttock, unquote. Money also forced Reimer in another sexual position to have his, quote, legs spread, unquote, with Brian on top on, quote, at least one occasion, unquote, Money took a photograph of the two children doing these activities. When either child resisted these activities, Money would get angry. Both Reimer and Brian recall that Money was mild-mannered around their parents, but ill-tempered when alone with them. 
When they resisted inspecting each other's genitals, money got very aggressive. Reimer says, He told me to take my clothes off and I just did not do it. I just stood there and he screamed, now, louder than that. I thought he was going to give me a whooping. So I took my clothes off and stood there shaking. Money's rationale for these various treatments was his belief that childhood sexual rehearsal play was important for a healthy adult gender identity. Both Reimer and Brian were traumatized by the therapy, with Brian speaking about it, quote, only with the greatest emotional turmoil and Reimer unwilling to speak about the details publicly, although his wife, Jane Fontaine, stated that Reimer had privately told her the same story. Brian was found dead of a drug overdose at 36, and Reimer died by suicide at age 38. Reimer's parents state that Money's methodology was responsible for both deaths. Money never commented publicly on Colapinto's book or on Reimer's suicide before his death, although colleagues said he was mortified by the case. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you go take a bunch of showers. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. You've been wonderful so far. Supporting Wikilisten is a chore sometimes, but it's awesome when you do it. Puberty and adolescence. Estrogen was given to David during adolescence, including breast development, inducing breast development. For several years, Money reported on Reimer's progress as the John Joan case. Money wrote, quote, The child's behavior is so clearly that of an active little girl and so different from the boyish ways of her twin brother. The twins attended Glenwood School in Winnipeg, with David then attending R.B. Russell Vocational High School from the age of 14. He eventually ceased attending the school and was tutored privately. By the age of 13 years, Reimer was experiencing suicidal depression and he told his parents he would take his own life if they made him see money again. Finally, on the 14th of March, 1980, Reimer's parents told him the truth about his gender reassignment, following advice from Reimer's endocrinologist and psychiatrist. At 14, having been informed of his past by his father, Reimer decided to assume a male gender identity, calling himself David. He underwent treatment to reverse the reassignment, including testosterone injections, a double mastectomy, and phalloplasty operations. 
phalloplasty is the construction or reconstruction of a penis or the artificial modification of the penis by surgery. The term is also occasionally used to refer to penis enlargement. Adulthood. Reimer worked in a slaughterhouse and then worked doing odd jobs. On the 22nd of September 1990, he married Jane Fontaine and would adopt her three children. His hobbies included camping, fishing, antiques, and collecting old coins. Those are very wholesome hobbies. True. His case came to international attention in 1997 when he told his story to Milton Diamond, an academic sexologist who persuaded Reimer to allow him to report the outcome in order to dissuade physicians from treating other infants similarly. Soon after, Reimer went public with his story and John Colapinto published a widely disseminated and influential account in Rolling Stone magazine in December 1997. The article won the National Magazine Award for reporting. This was later expanded into the New York Times best-selling biography As Nature Made Him, The Boy Who Was Raised as a Girl, 2000, in which Colapinto described how, contrary to Money's reports when living as Brenda, Reimer did not identify as a girl. He was ostracized and bullied by peers who dubbed him Cavewoman, and neither freely dresses nor female hormones made him feel female. Death. In addition to his difficult lifelong relationship with his parents, Reimer experienced unemployment and the death of his brother Brian from an overdose of antidepressants on the 1st of July 2002. On the 2nd of May 2004, his wife Jane told him she wanted to separate. On the morning of the 4th of May 2004, Reimer drove to a grocery store's parking lot in his hometown of Winnipeg and shot himself in the head with a sawed-off shotgun. He was 38 years old. He was buried in St. Vital Cemetery in Winnipeg. Legacy. For the first 30 years after Money's initial report that the reassignment had been a success, Money's view of the malleability of gender became the dominant viewpoint among physicians and doctors, reassuring them that sexual reassignment was the correct decision in certain instances. Researcher Marianne Case argues that Money's view on gender also fueled the rise of the anti-gender movement. The anti-gender movement is an international movement which opposes what it refers to as gender ideology, gender theory, or genderism. Oh, genderism. This is a a very sad article. Yes. I'm not crying. Diamond's report and Calapinto's subsequent book about Reimer influence clarification needed several medical practices, reputations, and even current understanding of the biology of gender. The case accelerated the decline of sex reassignment and surgery for unambiguous XY infants with micropenis, various other rare congenital malformations, or penile loss in infancy. Verification needed. Colapinto's book described unpleasant childhood therapy sessions, implying that money had ignored or concealed the developing evidence that Reimer's reassignment to female was not going well. The case has also been treated by Judith Butler in their 2004 book, Undoing Gender, which examines gender, sex, psychoanalysis, and the medical treatment of people with differences in sex development. I wasn't expecting to see a Judith Butler reference here, but I'm very happy to have. What what is Judith Butler known for? She is basically big in third wave feminism and queer theory. All right. That has told me nothing. Documentaries. The BBC science series Horizon based two episodes on his life. Quote, The Boy Who Was Turned Into a Girl aired in 2000 and 
Dr. Money and the Boy with No Penis in 2004. A 2001 episode of the PBS documentary series Nova entitled Sex Unknown investigated David's life and the theory behind the decision to raise him as female. An episode of BBC Radio 4 Mind Changers case study John Joan, the boy who was raised as a girl, discusses the impact on two competing psychological theories of nature versus nurture. In popular culture, the Chicago Hope episode Boys Will Be Girls 2000 was based on Reimer's life. The episode explored the theme of a child's right not to undergo sexual reassignment surgery without consent. Reimer and his mother appeared on an episode of The Oprah Winfrey Show in 2000. The Law and Order Special Victims Unit episode, Identity 2005, was based on David and Brian Reimer's lives and their treatment by money. That's how I first heard of this whole thing, was that SVU episode. Hymn of the Medical Oddity, a song by the Winnipeg-based indie rock band The Weaker Thens, concerns Reimer. You never seen the word hymn written out? I have, but I don't know if I've actually like heard it said out loud and connected it with the written word. Got it. Boy 2016, a play produced by the Ensemble Studio Theater, was inspired by Reimer's story. Taiwanese film Born to be Human 2021 shares a similar plotline to Reimer's story, where a child undergoes sexual reassignment surgery without consent at the insistence of an authoritative doctor. Oh, man. Unfortunately... This happened, but fortunately, at least it has led to other people suffering less. Yes, that is true. But a really interesting story, if not the happiest one. Definitely not the happiest one. <laughs> yeah. This has been the Wikipedia page for David Reimer. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your ability to make good decisions for your children. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.